Oh, man. Is my dick out? Hey! I'm fresh out the shower. My booty's clean. Not for her long, because... I've been pissing out my asshole, everybody. The mic's a little hot. There you go. Thank you, Christopher. Good to see you, brother. Are we rolling? Yeah. My hair is wet. I wonder how I look. Let me see. Oh, old with a red dot on his face. <laughs> oh. Anyhow... Need a beverage? I got nothing, Chris. <laughs> I got nothing. No, we're good. I've been out of, I tell you a secret. It's not a secret. I smoked my cousin's dad weed. Weed. He grew himself. Yeah. That guy spiked it with heroin. What <laughs> happened? I smoked just a little half joint, nothing crazy, and I woke up like Frankenstein. I was just like, I can't fucking, <laughs> I don't know what it was. And uh, I've been recovering. I think I'm going to take a little break from weed. Why did I say break that way? You think I'm going to take a little break from weed? I have a problem. <laughs> no. I'm a dynamic, man. I can't do anything normal. Did I tell you I took 50 milligrams the other day? Remember no. how I told you I took 25? Took 25, yeah. Yeah. And after that... That like the next day, I took two. <laughs> well, it didn't seem to affect you that. I know much. That's why I'm like, let's see where this can go. Yeah, I got problems. <laughs> it's just weed. Hang on, let me get my hair's all wet. Oh, let's get this. I gotta look good for camera. Hold on, guys. I got Chatty Broad's hat. Thank you. I love their shit. I got new merch coming your way, too. I can't hear the volumes of my uh, voice, but I'm a professional. <laughs> Acapella. Oh. I sat on... I'm a, this professional. You missed the camera. I sat on the headphones. It went right up my ass. Hey, Chris, remember when I showed you that picture of my dick with a Q-tip shoved down in yeah. it? Yeah. Man, we're close, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was shit-faced, everybody. And it was, it was... I was just like, hey, Chris... Did I tell you? You just turned your phone, like, look at this. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was like three quarters down, too. <laughs> A quarter of the way down, you're a little bitch. You got to go all the way. <laughs> you got to fuck your own dickhole, everybody. I know I talk about my dickhole a lot, but when it's been through that much trauma, it's hard to forget. It's hard to forget. Don't stare at this. I forgot to put makeup on. <laughs> Oh my God, I know I've talked about this product before, but those little stickers you put on pimples that suck the juice out of it, best mm -hmm. invention ever. This thing, I know I scratched it and picked at it, but this thing was a horn. This was a rhino horn. And I I, you know, I went to town on it like you're not supposed to because you just get scabbed up, scarred, and have a red scab on your fucking forehead. I said... <laughs> the country music is... I know. And then uh, the little sticker just... Shroop, uh, so there was this one called Peace Out. I plugged these products before. I wish they sponsored me, but they don't. Peace Out was great, but expensive. Target sells a cheaper version by Alba. And these these little pimple stickers, and they get the white shit out. Fucking game changer. Highly recommend it. Anyhow. 
Sorry about showing you my Q-tip down the old urethra trick. <laughs> it's classic, Craig. Sunk. That was when I was hammered. Yeah. <laughs> We've known each other a long time. We got shit-faced together a few times and kicked out of every bar we went in together. Well, I did. I got kicked One out. One bar. One bar. Yeah. That was classic. <laughs> the old spit on the bartender trick. Complete accident, everybody. I inhaled my beverage and went... <laughs> And just spit it right on him. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm fucked up, man. And he just went like this. Good out. And I was like, God damn it. That was the funniest shit ever. I looked at you. Chris, we got to go. You're like this. I, did, I didn't even. You didn't even drink one sip of your beer yet. And I got us kicked out. Inconceivable. Anyhow, where the fuck was I? El Paso. El Paso's shows were fire. It surprised me. I don't know. I've been selling some tickets. That shit. You know, we haven't been selling out yet, but they've been pretty fucking full. Why am I talking <laughs> like this? <laughs> pretty fucking full. I've been selling some tickets. What I think it is is a little a little uh, a little culmination of everything. People want to get out of the house. Uh, I sell some tickets and the cold cut combo of both of those equals a pretty packed show. And the Sunday show in El Paso was fucking fire, dude. I don't... I'm sure I talk about Sunday. Sunday shows usually on the road are the worst show. No one wants to be there. And you're like, <laughs> why are we having these? Everyone's dreading work the next day. Uh, I've been there since Thursday or Wednesday. So I'm just like, another one, you know? <laughs> this The Rough Riders showed up. And I was riffing with them. I don't know if they're in direct, I don't know how this shit works, but they were all geared up in Rough Rider gear. They took a picture with me on stage and they did their, their fucking, I tried to do the gang sign, I don't, or biker <laughs> club sign or whatever the fuck you call it, I don't know. Uh, but then they did this sh shout and I got it on video and it was fucking cool. And I was talking about DMX. I would briefly, I don't know, they said they've been a crew since 88. I don't know the history of it. I should have researched it, but like, did he was explaining to me that it already existed and DMX shined a light on it and expanded it and made it worldwide, okay. but the Rough Riders was a thing. Either way, I, yeah, as you know, I love me some DMX. I was just talking about that one, that intro song that's just labeled intro. That's my shit. I just, he goes, Arr! and I go, <laughs> it's like fucking. 10 coffees, you know, him barking. You just go, I got it. It's a great pump-up song. Know your history. Go listen to it. I already said that a bunch. But Rough Riders was, was at my show in El Paso. And that shit was cracking, man. I did predominantly my act, but then I riff. I was riffing. They didn't like that. <laughs> but then I closed on like a, a story that I can't always do, that's hard to do, so it's hard to work out. Like I've talked about my grandma's vaginas before on stage, mm -hmm. but over the years, maybe like eight times total, just cause it's, it's hard to work in there. Okay guys? <laughs> and you already got a bit about your cousin's vagina and everyone's just like, what's fucking wrong with this guy? I was like, hey, in a natural way, in a normal way, no. <laughs> um, and, uh, I ended up closing with that story about both my grandma's hoo-hahs and that shit fucking ripped harder than it ever has <laughs> ripped. I've been working on that thing 
off and on for like four years now and this shit rocked <laughs> i was like damn i just needed the rough riders in the audience <laughs> who'd have thunk it i just got to get those guys to come to every show yeah paso it, i i ain't gonna lie there ain't much to do in el paso the shows were fire but i was just walking dirt well you know limited transportation and everyone's got guns though <laughs> that shit was awesome the owner shun son the owner shun was uh bart reed's comic strip he bust out this bag he just had like three or four guns in it he showed me this 22 that he tricked out i was like oh my god And then, of course, we went to tacos, Chico's Tacos, which is why I still have diarrhea today. <laughs> we went, El Paso, what did you do to me? <laughs> what did you do to my tummy? This road traveling destroys your gut. I really need to figure this out because the... The day back here, I'm just recuperating. Like, oh, God, please save me. <laughs> Repent from my sins of the road. Just fucks you up, man. I know I keep talking about it, but you go on the road and you try all the foods. And then you come home and you're just pissing out your booty, man. Just... Fucking <laughs> 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 gnarly, dude. Oh, and then... um. The host in El Paso is this funny kid, Julian Luera. I hope I pronounced your last name right, bro. That's pretty good. Most of the time I forget everything. And uh, that fool was a trip, man. He's just this funny Latino kid. I believe he's Mexican, but we got along great. He's Latino and likes weed. So I was like, well, <laughs> hey there, brother. And he was funny. And uh, But then there was some, some uh, open micers, some new comics, brand new. And this one old school dude. And this fool is like an older dude, but he's like three months into comedy. So it's so weird to like talk to a 50-year-old and be his senior. <laughs> it's true, though, yeah. in comedy anyways, not in life, obviously. This fool lived on the same street as Jeffrey Dahmer. And when he was a kid with his mom, he grew up. Yeah, and he's telling us stories on how they heard like a lady running down the street screaming. Like they were there when he got caught. And he said, like, yeah, it always smelled funny near his house, but no one really said anything. He's, you know how he just, like, blamed it on garbage? Did you hear that shit? No. Jeffrey Dahmer was an insane person. It was him, right? Or Bundy? Who was the guy that kept them prisoner and had them all up in their house? I. It could be both. I know. It was one of the two. It was yeah. Bundy or Dahmer. I always get them confused. But this fool lived on the same block. He smelled the smells of decaying body when he was a kid with his mom. Mm. Yeah. And he's just telling us these stories. And we're just like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to take it in. This is the craziest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. This guy lived on the same block as Dahmer. Bad block. Yeah. Tough break. Anyways. Just keep... Look at this cat. This is the stinkiest cat. She really is. She has the her breath smells like a rotten fish <laughs> dipped in a rotten bowl of shit. It's fish shit. She has shit fish breath. I wasn't sure if it was coming from her butt. Oh no, it's her mouth. It's her mouth. It's one hundred percent her mouth. Her butt smells great. 
<laughs> I put a little patchouli oil ah. just go, when I wipe her booty because she needs me to do that. These are jokes. I've never wiped her ass in my life. Um, but yeah, 100, or maybe, okay, 95% her breath. Her body smells a little bit. <laughs> but not like her breath. Wow. What other notes do I have? I ain't got no notes. Oh, the comic that lived on Jeffrey Dahmer. His name was Pernell Clayton. Lived on the same street I wrote Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, that shit smelled funny. We walk by and be like, what the fuck? And come to find out the motherfucker's a serial killer living on our block. What? 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 We live. I know. I we live in the upside down. <laughs> Motherfuckers are eating people. What is happening? That was a long time ago, though. They're still doing it. Yeah, probably. Somewhere, somewhere on this planet. I know I said somewhere twice, and I couldn't tell you why. Oh. I wonder if I've ever smelled, like, decomposing flesh and didn't know. That's a horrible question to ask. <laughs> Probably not. Dead chicken. Yeah. Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. And potatoes. Dead chick, rotten chicken, rotten potatoes. On the equal level, don't ask me how. Rotten potatoes. What? Rotten what? pepper. Like a, a oh, red pepper, pepper that turns oh, into yeah, a yeah. milky liquid. Potatoes still overrule. Yeah. Uh, rotten, rotten potatoes smells like fish asshole. <laughs> I know I've been saying that a lot, but it's the worst smell. It's shit and fish. It's just... I always think it reminds me of like bad mayonnaise. Like I honestly think it it look it smells like there's mayonnaise on the potatoes when they're bad. I do not miss that. <laughs> so at the grocery store business, uh, I well at least Trader Joe's the potatoes would just come in rotten out the gate, and you'd just be like, "Oh come on!" and then you just stink. You just got f wipe your face. You're like, "Oh no." <laughs> I think that's how I got staph infection in my face. So I had a little cut, and I probably wiped it with yeah. poultry or rotten fucking Irish potatoes. Potatoes. Oh, speaking of which, Mark Hayes, my Irish buddy, is doing Chicago, I believe the 29th this Thursday. Go to his show. His ticket sales aren't doing so well. I don't know if that's the best plug I've ever done, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's funny. You got him and Jackson McQueen and probably a couple local Chicago comics. It'll be a good show. You'll have a good time. And uh, it's just funny. I'm selling tics, tickets. is hard. I got a fan base and it's still hard, but they've been coming. God bless you. Oh, where are my manners? I can't believe I... I forgot to thank Andrew Hoffman for coming to my show in Tacoma. Oh, yeah? To the matinee show, and he brought me some gifts. I ate all the Rainier cherries. He gave me some chocolate dip Rainier cherries. Nice. It was so good. <laughs> and some coffee. I made that shit. Thank you, thank you. God bless you, brother. I saw a Subaru outside all tricked out. I was like, hey, Hoffman's here. Anyhow. um, Boy. <laughs> Life is good. It's so much easier to talk shit when uh, <laughs> when everything's going wrong. <laughs> I'm like, well, ticket sales are pretty good. I'm making some money. I, you know, the expenses of the road. 
everything. I mean, let's say you want to go eat. You ain't got a car. You got to take an Uber to eat. So that $10 meal just turned into a fucking $30 meal. $10 there. And then, or you're limited to the vicinity of your area. Or, you know, some fans take you out, neither of the coolest people ever, or you might get kidnapped and murdered. And everyone has guns, and you don't because <laughs> the airplane won't let you take your pistol. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm just kidding. Obviously, that needs to be in place. This cat is so fucking cute. Feels like you should be able to bring your gun to Texas if you fly there. Well, you can. It's just you. you there's you check stip, it. You got to obviously check it in, declare it. It goes in the belly of the plane. Ammunition has to be completely separate. Obviously, not load. I don't know. There's a lot of rules and regulations, but yes, you can travel with your firearm. It's just so much. It's like I already have to get to there two hours early. I don't want to have to get there three yeah. hours early and fill out the gun form. <laughs> I'll just meet strangers and shoot their guns. <laughs> that seems safe. Yeah. Uh, anyone that's not a gun person, go shoot a twenty-two pistol and come back at me. It's the most fun thing. You just get aggression out. Uh, once again, like to shoot plastic targets, paper targets, not so much animals. <laughs> I know I'm a hypocrite because I ate a cheeseburger. Ever done skeet shooting or anything like that? Uh, one time in high school, and I was actually really good at it, well, I've been shooting BB guns my whole life and shit, but I I think I only missed one clay target. Wow! It was buckshot and it spreads, and I don't uh, know how level how hard the difficulty was, but I know I hit more targets than anyone there today, and that shit surprised the hell out of me <laughs> and everyone else. They're like, "This kid can shoot," and I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, it's just BB guns. I've had one since I was five, so I know how to line a sight. But I ain't no quick draw McGraw like those Terran tactical fools on John Wick. My buddy was trying to do some John Wick shit and he shot himself in the leg. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was trying to draw like a cowboy. He's a comic. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no cowboy, bro. I, I wanted him to tell the story on here, but he's like, for legal reasons, oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, we didn't report it and this, this and that. I guess you get in trouble when you, you shoot yourself yeah it's like i shot myself okay why we got to bring the police into this i did it i'm not pressing charges against me okay it's crazy yeah you think you would practice that without bullets for a long time not this guy <laughs> you guys I never was a cat person, and now I'm obsessed. You gotta get a cat. Look at this shit. Is she behaving now? She won't come home. She's been locked up for three days. <laughs> we won't let her out. She won't fucking come home. Yeah. And the neighbor keeps feeding her because she's crying, starving. We're like, hey, butthead, that's the only ammunition we have to get her to come into the home is her starvation. Because after two, three days, she'll come in and eat like triple food. And we're like, and then she comes in and loves us and snuggles us and there's no problem. And we're like, we love you. <laughs> we get you everything you want. Come home. I feel like Happy Gilmore. Are you too good for your home? <laughs> come home. It's so frustrating because the second she gets locked up, it's per city, love, love, love. 
But out there, she's like, ah, you're a vulture <laughs> trying to pick me up. And I'm like, no, we're your parents and we love you. Come home. We're worried about you. Yep. She like, you think she's hunting out there? Or? She just loves outside and doesn't want to come home. But I don't understand what happened because it was perfect. She'd go outside all day, come home at night. No problems. About a month ago, switched and she will not come home. She's running these streets like the little hoe you are. <laughs> you little hooker. What you looking for? I know that big cat dick. I know. I get it. I get it. You're a little hornball. You know. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> I used to roam those streets too. What else is happening in this world? Help me out here, Tiger. Uh, billionaires are going to space. Oh, yes. Good thing. I know this is a generic meme and I'm just spitting it out verbatim, but, and I know it's not connected and it makes no sense, but it, it does. I'm also hate memes like this, even though I love memes like this. I know I'm all over the place with everything <laughs> I just said, but it showed the map of uh, countries with billionaires traveling to space and then countries with universal health care. Oh, geez. I know it's different and one can argue for days but it just kind of puts things in perspective yeah. we're like oh every developed country has health care except for us and uh and also like there's so much shit the these motherfuckers going to space aren't even going to space like we supposedly did in the fucking what was that 1969 or some shit yeah and uh that we i i i still believe it and i want to believe it but you know there's some plot holes in it where they lost the technology how dumb do you think we are you can make up a better excuse just say it's too expensive just say well it's not because the billionaires are doing it they lost the technology 50 years later they don't they can't we lost it we lost it Oh my God! That's I've, what I've never heard that argument. They've said that on YouTube. A guy at NASA said it. <laughs> He's like, "Well, funny thing is, we lost the technology." I don't know. I didn't fact check it, but there was some dude in a NASA suit explaining why we have not returned to the moon in the last fifty years. And his explanation was, "Well, the technology got expensive. The businesses went out of business, and we lost the technology." Oh. And that just seems like the most bullshit excuse I've ever heard on planet Earth. Lie to me better, bro. I'm still wishful thinking. Because I love space and I love travel and I love all that shit. So, um, they even said it in Interstellar, too. Remember? I know that's a movie, but they're like, we faked the lunar landing to bankrupt the Russians. That was the rumor on the street. Ah. It was propaganda to bankrupt the USSR. And that seems fairly plausible to me because we were in the Cold War with them and they were neck and neck with nukes and all that shit. So like, how can we beat them? We'll get them to blow money on space, which is impossible. We tricked them. Who knows? Only Lance Armstrong. That's the wrong one. Buzz Armstrong. <laughs> Still not right. Buzz Aldrin. Lance Aldrin. <laughs> ah, some fucking white bastard. <laughs> and... uh I don't know. I pray and I hope and I wish that we went, but that whole little excuse that we lost the technology seems a bit uh, a bit dicey. 
Well, do you think there's like a Mars rover on Mars right now, or do you think that's made up too? Um, I pray it's true. I've seen the excitement videos of the astronauts, like, seems a bit... Real? Not no. real? Have you seen those? No. That I don't know. To each their own. <laughs> Watch one of the... Uh, whenever they do anything in space, yeah. and they got the little NASA employees... Yeah. It's pretty bad acting. <laughs> or they're nerds and that's how... They, so it's a coin toss. Mm -hmm. It's like, are they background actors or do they really work <laughs> for NASA? I say coin toss 50-50 and I know I sound like a nut, but just look at the expressions on their face. It's almost like they're timing it. One, two, three. Huh, yay! <laughs> um, also, if we lost the technology to go to the moon, how the fuck do we have it to go to Mars? Isn't that way harder? I still think we could probably go to the moon. I do too. I don't. I. I mean, I didn't hear this YouTube video, but it's pretty interesting. We'll provide the link. Okay, it's yeah. quite nuts. I don't know. And then there's so much misinformation out there. You're like, like, is this guy? He's wearing the NASA logo. He's in the NASA laboratory, <laughs> or is it a guy's basement that wants to fuck over the world and cause, you know? everyone to question everything <laughs> we don't know it's crazy i i hope and wish and pray and think that we did but if that excuse is the legit thing they're going with i'm gonna have to say with i don't think we went because who loses tech the most important technology some of the most important technology ever you know that's like saying, like, all of a sudden we go backwards on the cell phone. Oh, we lost it. We got to go back to flip phones. But there really isn't much in the way of profitability about going to the moon. So I could, I guess I could see it where certain, you know, sizable rocket parts are like, what are we going to use that for besides going to the moon? Yeah, like, but then the billionaires are doing instead. it to profit, so... They're not going to the moon, though. Also, too, they're not even... They're, they're just, just going to the to the top. They're just, yeah, parabolic up and down. They don't even get into orbit. Yeah. It's like, who's... I don't know. Jeff Bezos, everyone's talking shit for good reason. I want to thank my Amazon employees. I treat like shit, and they piss in bottles <laughs> and working in slave condition for this. And then he laughs. And it's it, That guy's Lex Luthor. Yeah. He's Lex Luthor. He's laughing at the poor people he's made his billions off of. Trillions, possibly, very soon. Mm -hmm. I hope Superman rises. For every anti-hero, <laughs> there's a hero. Where's Superman at? Feels like we got a lot of Lex Luthers in the world. Not too many Supermans. I'd settle for Batman, like one billionaire who's like on the side yeah. of good. And yeah. tries to take out... Come the... on, Richard Branson. Is he the... I have no idea. He's he's also just going to space. Like, why are they all just why are they going, going to, to space? space? Elon Musk too. I would hope Elon would be the Batman. It's a coin toss. These all could be evil villains, or well, Bezos ain't no savior. I just look at that guy. And be like, oh, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't put my money on that snake. He just looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> Elon Musk, you know, 
he looks like he went to church once, you know. He's like, okay, all right, he's trying. What are you doing with your time off here? Putting together that dresser. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just been sitting here for now like two months in the box. What? When you are home for no, one, I one to three days <laughs> and one day is recuperating, yeah. you just, oh my God, that's what I wanted to talk about. Dude, my sister's baby daddy, who's actually her fiance, and I just like to say it that way because it's so much funnier to me. That motherfucker is an asshole because he's making everyone look bad. This guy will work. I love you, Joe. I'm just joking. This guy is in the union, does construction, and wakes up at like 4 a.m. to go work hard. And then he comes home and he like builds playground equipment and demos the garage to build a studio. I'm like, hey, man, (laughs) I can't even put together one dresser. This guy is gutting his garage and building it after working 40, 50 hours a week and commuting. And he works out sometimes. I'm like, what? Okay, bro. Who gave you that much spirit? (laughs) I want some of that. How do you do that? I'm over here like, take a cold shower. Get out of bed. Get out of bed. (laughs) Anyhow. It's weird that the more energy you expend, like the more energy you have. The guy's a tank, and he's like, yeah, I'll animate a cartoon for your stand-up, too. I'm like, what's, what? <laughs> do you sleep? He's also a good father? <laughs> Nothing. What are you doing, bro? Hit There's Superman. There it is right there. Super dad. Good dad. Did They moved into the my childhood home I grew up in. My sister uh, took over the mortgage, and... And they already got it dialed in. And I'm just like, here we are, eight, nine, ten months. I still haven't framed my park <laughs> ranger shit. I still haven't hung the green stuff on the back wall. The sign. <laughs> that I do have coming. Thank you, Jake, podcast sign guy. That's how I have him saved in my phone. Sorry. That's how I remember <laughs> stuff. Look at this kitty. I need to go pick up that sign. It's in San Diego. Just got to go get it. It's ready. It's done. He's out of town, though. Mm. So I need to line that up. You know what I am sick and tired of? Of, like, so Neutrogena, Johnson & Johnson Company, was just caught with another cancerous chemical and sunscreen, and they had to recall it. Mm. And you bring that shit up, and people are like, oh, yeah, but it's just small amounts. It's just minute amounts. It's only like 10 parts per million. And how how about no amounts? <laughs> how about zero amount? How about no cancer in the products? And then you say that, and then they'll be like, but you did drugs, Craig. It's like, so fucking what? You can smoke some H in your youth and then grow up, get clean, and not want cancerous chemicals in every product known to man. Why is there toxic shit in everything? It's so crazy to me. I'll tell you why. Because the people running it are evil bastards and they don't give a shit and it's profit over health. And chemicals that kill you are cheaper than organic stuff. But it may not even be the case. Maybe they just set it up that way. Because to grow stuff where most all natural uh, chemicals come from, not chemicals, it's just crazy to me that a uh, plant provides a medicine naturally, holistically, and then science will be like, will 
synthesize that and then patent it and then sell it. And there might be side effects because it's now synthesized when you could just go to the source. It's, it feels like uh, weeds go in that route with the vape pens. Like it's real hard. They don't even have like the actual flower out on display half the time. It's all just like this pen, that pen. Yeah. Why would you want to light it on fire yourself? You got this yeah. battery that'll do it. It's like, who's making that oil? Yeah. So you don't see any of that. That's some bathtub oil. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, my, my cousin's dad put a little extra on that weed because that was... There was something different about it. I was like, oh, what did you do, sir? What did it look like? Did it have all the crystals and the hairs? And It looks like some like high-level mids, you know? It's mm-hmm. his first time growing, so it's not perfect. But uh, I didn't necessarily feel super high, but then when I woke up, I was just like, what was in that? Did I smoke Dramamine? <laughs> yes. And those pens are all like just just THC now, and there's a lot going on in the flower that works together. Like any yeah. sort of medicinal or beneficial stuff comes out when you mix it all together. The more they study weed, the crazier it gets to understand. There's terpenes and cannabinoids and CBD, and and everything affects everything differently. And they could concentrate on, you know, mood lifter or sleepy time or or anxiety and it's just like oh my god oh i got recognized at the airport by this sweet girl and uh it shock you know it still kind of shocks me but then she's like oh my god and i was just tripping out and then she told me what she did and then i fucking reversed she said she's a refugee relocator and she helps save people and i was just like then i was like oh my god like what do you give a shit about me for you're the hero are you fucking nuts that girl was just straight saving lives she's like yeah i'm working right now because she had a badge on i was like oh you work for the airport she's like no i i work with relocating refugees to safety if they're seeking political asylum and and this this and that and uh i was just like wow (laughs) god damn I know my little jokes bring people joy, which is important, but uh, that shit seems a, a little bit more important. Well, don't you have a plan for a business? Yes, yes. I just need everything to take off. I need more viral videos. Yeah. I wanted to make uh, the Patreon blow up and then turn that into a nonprofit to then help uh, illegal immigrants or whatever, anyone with any good people with immigration problems and i wanted a landscaping company to get all my my mexican brothers some health insurance and lawyers to get them in the country legally and the correct way swear it's not no shady shit and uh yeah yeah baby just like how it used to be ellis island but you know of course you want some screening and vetting at anyone with the ms-13 on their forehead i'm gonna be like you know what this isn't the company for you this isn't for you i'm scared to say no sir but i'm just gonna say i don't want you with any machetes near me okay but if it's you know a hard-working family man that wants to provide i'll be like hell yeah bring them all baby let's get you let's get you leave leave your uh your ms cousin at the gate though i don't i don't trust him
<laughs> I don't trust him one bit. <laughs> Unless he's retired and reformed. And we give people second chances. Which is something this country does quite a bit. We were just talking about, I uh, forgot with who, Carlos Mencia, on how the only reason I think he hasn't had a major comeback yet, because he's very, very, very funny, he's really good at stand-up, is because he never came clean and admitted to it and apologized to it about stealing jokes, even though he was clearly guilty. Dude, you're O.J. Simpson of comedy. <laughs> but O.J. can't admit it. Well, I don't know how that shit works. But just... That book is pretty close. What's wrong with people? <laughs> OJ got away with murder. That's so crazy. Carlos Mencia would get away with stealing material if he just said, I did it. I was an asshole. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. I paid the price. But he won't. He dances around it. He's like, well, what did I really do? You stole material off of everyone, motherfucker. It's documented. It's proof. George Lopez, you stole 13 minutes of his shit. You just stole old school Bill Cosby jokes. You just went like 10, <laughs> 20 years back. I do feel bad because Mitzi Shore changed his name. He didn't change his name. So he got all that shit because his name's Ned. I almost said Flanders. <laughs> his name's Ned Fogel or some shit. And he is... I forgot, but like Argentinian and German or some shit. Um, and then Mitzi goes, You're, that name will never work. Your name's Carlos Mencia. And she changed his name. So he got a lot of <laughs> shit for that, but he didn't even do it. So that's the one thing I'll defend on him. But other than that, did I tell this story when I worked with him at the Laugh Factory? Oh, I don't know. So I, I work with him... Carlos Mencia at the Laugh Factory. I was emceeing a show, and it was his first time there in, in like 13 years. They invited him back after a long hiatus because of controversy and drama. And I was so curious and nervous to see, you know. And this is what happened. He, fuck, I don't like saying this, but he's he's an asshole. He's because he comes in. He was like second or third on the lineup. It's a Hollywood showcase show. So there's like six comics. Everyone gets 15, 20 minutes. Everyone. No, it don't matter if you're Joe Rogan or Craig Conant. That's what you get, you know. And uh, and then this fool doesn't want to go second. And then he's asking me like, hey, I brought an opener too. my opener is going to open for me. And we're like, I was just like, that's. I'm not, you know, you got to clear that with the Laugh Factory. I'm not, I have no pool. That's, that's, you know, up to them. And then, of course, the manager was like, no, the show's booked. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's not that type of show. And keep in mind, I'm saying he's an asshole because he's 20, 25 years in the game. He knows this stuff. He knows this. It's like playing football your whole life and then asking the rules. Like, you know the <laughs> rules. You know how this works. And then he won't go up second. He's also wearing sweatpants. And you can see his pecker, which I thought is weird. Hollywood Laugh Factory, Saturday night, you're wearing sweatpants. And then, uh, and then, so he ends up going on last, which he was not supposed to be. And, uh, and his opener does not go up. The Laugh Factory doesn't let him do that. 
which is just a weird move. Like no one, Bill Burr's not doing that. Sarah Silver's not doing that. Joe Rogan's not, you know what I mean? Eliza Schlesinger's not doing that. No one's doing that. He's doing that. <laughs> and, he, and he hasn't been there in over a decade, you know? It's like, hey, thanks for having me back. Here's fucking, I'm coming in hot. And then he gets up there and this fool murders, bro. Murders. It's good jokes, smart jokes, prolific jokes. I was like, oh my God. I went from, I, I wouldn't say I'd, he earned me as a fan in his first 15 to 30 minutes of his set. And he's destroying and he's getting applaud breaks, damn near standing ovation, like, like fucking rocking it. And he went last and it was kind of a long show. So he like earned it. Like it was not easy. And then right when you think he would get, he's supposed to do like 15, 20, we hit 30, but he's murdering so hard. No one cares. You know what I mean? And he's last. So he's not bumping anyone. And then where he he had like 10 outs to get off stage, like, like you know, applaud breaks, like, yeah. <laughs> and then he doesn't. And then he doesn't get off. And then he doesn't get off. And now he's approaching like an hour. And I'm hosting and I want to go home, you know. I'm just like, and the staff wants to go home. The audience is now tired. He's not murdering as hard as he once was. And then he, he runs the fuck out of the light. And then at the end... He, he, I'm standing there. I thought he was getting off, so I stand up. I'm like, I'm not, I'm near the stage, but I'm not super close. I'm like 20 feet away. And he goes, am I supposed to get off? And I'm just like, you're supposed to do 15. You did an hour. You, you, this isn't your first rodeo. You know, <laughs> man, you know, you fucked up. And, and then he's like, oh, he's like, I have a problem getting off stage. And, and I, uh, I just don't know how to do it. And and he, and then he like invited me up there with him, so now it's me standing next to him, and then he just goes goodbye, and he gets off. It was the most awkward ending to a show I've ever done, especially when he had uproarious laughter, applaud breaks, like where you just go thank you, good night, and you get off. And then I was explaining it to an OG. I don't know if he wants me to name him, so we're gonna leave him nameless. But I was just like, why would he do all that? And he's like. You're trying to make sense of something. He's an asshole. He just said he's an asshole. He hasn't learned. He hasn't changed. None of this shit ever sunk in. And he's still up to the same old shit. And that's why most people don't like him and don't want to work with him. And I was just like, yeah, you call a spade a spade. And uh, boy, if he blows up and becomes powerful, I'm going to regret saying all this. <laughs> no. But it's true. It's true. And... uh it's just unfortunate because his talent is there, but his attitude and energy towards everything is not. And it's sad really because being that brilliant and funny is the hard part and he has it, but his uh, energy sabotaged his himself and his career. And I don't think he ever even needed to steal a bit. It's sad really. You learn just as much from an asshole as you do from a saint you know don't do that <laughs> he could have done 30 and got off a hero he did an hour and the whole show hated him i and he's 25 <laughs> years in the game and then played stupid that's why i was like how did he not know and then the og was like he fucking knew he's an asshole <laughs> that's what assholes do he's like there's no 
you, you, a spade's a spade, baby. There's no explaining it. It just is what it is. And then we all went, all the album comers were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, man. I actually asked Dana Moon to do my goddamn podcast today, and she didn't even answer me. I planned on having a guest, <laughs> and they didn't answer me, so now you get this. So I knew I was a little tired. I'm just a little, just a little tired, everybody. It's been a long several months. It has. <laughs> it has. And uh, it's going good, though, man. I'll tell you what. Minus my tummy. I learned how to handle it mentally and spiritually, but not not digestively. <laughs> it's the last thing I need to conquer. I gotta take supplements and vitamins. And my cat. I got no new poop stories either. What else is happening? Alright, let's go topical. Cause I'm struggling here, Chris. <laughs> Where's my goddamn news app? CDC changes mask guidance. Oh, God. Why did I look at this? <laughs> uh, that Dave Chappelle, it's like eight minutes and 46 seconds. It was a Netflix thing they just dropped on YouTube, but now it looks like it's nominated for an Emmy. Unforgiven? No, it's not even, the, it's not that one. It's the, it was about george floyd oh shit yeah yeah that shit was crazy Ooh. um yeah that guy's a fucking the voice of our generation just straight up he that's crazy that that man is so powerful he released the eight minute or 13 minute special to youtube and now it's nominated for an <laughs> emmy grammy Emmy. That's what I said. Like three Emmys, I think. God, that's crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> the guy just threw shit on YouTube. <laughs> God, that guy's a genius. Oh, I was uh, in Texas with old Billy Bonnell, my buddy. That guy's funny as shit, man. It's good to good to see him. We kind of in the game a long time together, both coming up, and uh, it's it's nice. It's nice to be with a friend on the road and get paired up with them. Everything is about the Olympics, COVID, or the resurrection of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant uh, that. What is that called? The Capital Insurgent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. When you said news app, I didn't expect it to produce a lot of laughs. <laughs> I just cry. No. Oh, right. In El Paso, they had this place called the the closest restaurant to us was a steakhouse, but they had a salad. I ate a salad, Chris. I had to. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I gotta combat these tacos. Yeah. And it was the best salad I ever had in my life. And uh, speaking of that, we sat at the bar because it was an hour wait because it was a delicious steakhouse and it was just cracking. And uh, the news was on. And we're just about to eat, and it was just the most awful shit ever. <laughs> it was baby trapped under vehicle. What? And then it was boulders, rock slide, and in India taking out bridges and people. And this was right before the Olympics. <laughs> it was just like, we were just literally eating like, ah, 
up. Like, what? We almost asked to change the channel. It's like, I can't handle this shit. Is the baby okay? I didn't. I put my <laughs> head down. I went. <laughs> Me enjoy the steak. <laughs> she many crickets. So what's next for the tour when you get back at it? I have uh, Utah. It's called Jordan's Landing. It's 20 minutes outside of Salt Lake City. Then I have Las Vegas for a week. And boy, I hope the cat's in the shot because it looks like I'm petting my pecker, doesn't it? <laughs> There's a paw right there. This cute fucking cat. And uh, Vegas. And then I have a, a week off. Then Chicago and Royal Oak, very near Detroit. Chicago and Michigan. And uh, yeah, it's wild. I counted on my, I have, I did. If I get to do all the dates, if COVID doesn't fuck it up, uh, 53 cities, I believe. Yeah, like 54 cities. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's crazy. Do you have a favorite so far? Um, Irvine was magical. I almost started crying on stage. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Fucking bananas. Uh, governors, I didn't sell so many tickets, but it was such a, you know, the, it was ran by the Sopranos, bro. <laughs> that shit was the coolest, funnest, weirdest night of my life. It was so funny. Everyone, is, what is with Italian and charisma? This is a, hey, kid, what do you want? You want a soda? You want some drugs? I got you, kid. Well, you get this kid a joint over here. Bring it. Come on. And then this, whoop. <laughs> it's unreal. Unreal. God, that shit was awesome. Cash. No, no W nine. <laughs> this fucking eagle kid just hands me cash. I was like, "You're fucking awesome, bro. So badass." Um, let me look at this. See what other. Honestly, I hate saying this, but well, Kansas City ticket sales were low. That was an improv. God, <laughs> everything else was a hit. Even even the shows like, like when I say I don't sell that many tickets, I'm still selling like 50, 60 tickets, which is fucking fire, you know. I, in my opinion, it just doesn't look so fire if the venue seats three hundred, you know. <laughs> uh but I haven't. Oh, the one show I had canceled was in L.A. And then one show in Kansas City. So only two cancels out of 54 cities with no credits. Come on, baby. Sold out a couple. Hit the bonuses in Seattle. Got paid extra. Man, that was fucking so cool. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. I love you all so much. Bill Burr asked me to open for him. One of my buddies asked me, he's like, how are you doing? You all right? Like, he was concerned. And I was like, motherfucker, I'm headlining, and Bill Burr asked me to own from. I'm good, you know? It made me mad. I was like, do you not pay attention? I've, I'm doing better than I've ever done in my entire life, and you're worried about me. 
I mean, maybe mentally or digestively worry about me, but everything else, we're good, baby. I was just like, are you blind? Almost, it made me mad. Is that something to be mad about? You're just like, do you, I'm, do, I'm about to, I'm about to buy my mama a Camry and regret it because that's all my money. Be like, well, buy my mama a Camry. Now can I borrow some money? <laughs> I ain't got rent. Now we ain't at mama's Camry level yet. And she also doesn't even want one. She was going to buy herself one. And she's like, what am I going to, I'm old. I sideswipe stuff. What do I need a new car for? <laughs> I was like, touche, touche. It's true. Was it her mom that drove so crazily? No, my mother's mother never drove in her entire life. Oh, okay. it, she was an old school, frantic Mexican lady and everything scared her, <laughs> including driving. She drove like one time and just, she was like, that's not for me. And never drove in her life. That's crazy. God, that's so wild. She was an older generation from Mexico, and it was just it was just different, you know. Old school Mexican lady. And, uh, yeah. I'm all the way up. That Fat Joe song comes in my head whenever I'm doing well in life. <laughs> Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. It's so good. Even though, uh... Everything goes wrong. It's still going good. Do you, I, what's going on? There's a glitch. There's a glitch, isn't there? <laughs> Something's off. I, I don't understand it. It's just like everything. It's like just something as simple as uh, the Starbucks in El Paso. Me and Billy went there every day, and every day they got it wrong. <laughs> and we're just like, dude. I was like, do you guys listen to us? Every time, like just a splash of cream, just a little... A teaspoon, a little spoon. And then I get my cup of milk. And I'm just like, I hate returning shit, but it was just, it was half milk. And I was like, I can't do this, man. They just, it's like, hey, maybe stop free pouring it out of the gallon. <laughs> get a little syrup squeezer, you know. I hate being that guy, but it's just like you, you sp I spent $4 on a fucking beverage. I want it the way I want it. I don't want milk. It already is going to upset my tummy. I don't want guaranteed <laughs> liquid shits because you put a half gallon of whole milk in there. Splash of cream. Doesn't mean a splash of cream. A splash of cream means, do you mean eight ounces? Did you mean, the, you mean your daily water intake? Eight glasses? That's what it feels like. Um... That's not that all that just went wrong. There's so much more. Man, this podcast is the worst. <laughs> I'm having a good time. You're having a good time? Yeah, I'm yeah you seem a little tired and kind of uh, down-ish, but I'm enjoying it. Okay, thank you, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring the joy to my people. I'm not sad. I'm not depressed. I'm just so tired and low energy mm -hmm. and i already drank a shot of cold brew and two shots of espresso mm -hmm. and i don't know what else to do you didn't get the beach energy like last week. i was gonna run in the ocean real quick but there was very limited time <laughs> i should have i took a shower i took a cold shower instead yeah i drank uh two cups of, or you heard what i said cold brew concentrate just a little shot get it going and a double espresso, espresso, at the at the breakfast spot me and my girl went to, 
and then I took a cold shower and I'm still just docile, just like, <laughs> how are you, Chris? But I'm not I'm not sad or depressed or in a bad place. I'm just like, like if a bus almost hit me, I'd be like, whoa, that was close. <laughs> like, I just don't care right now. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm giving you the energy I'm feeling right now. I just want to be wackadoo, silly, yeah. fucking pop, pop, pop. Have you ever tried ginseng? Uh, no, but I really, really want to because uh, RZA talks about it in Wu-Tang. Yeah. And I am a big fan of him. Hyper off the ginseng root. <laughs> yeah, Norm, I'd be hesitant to introduce another stimulant into your life, but it, it's pretty good and it's not like coffee. It's just kind of like... I'm going to try it. I for sure... I'm going to cut back on the weed. I have an addictive personality. I think I'm going to take a little break. It's always nice, especially <sighs> after being on it for however long now you'll get a little perspective shit it's been like six months huh time flies wow wow maybe seven oof i do feel like you've been generally happier though yeah that's the problem i just need to use it correctly yeah. once again moderation is key motherfuckers because I think weed is a beautiful thing for my life if I use it correctly and don't eat 50 milligrams on a Sunday <laughs> at 10 a.m. That fucks your life up. You may still be feeling it right now. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I did too much THC, everybody, and I just don't give a shit about shit. <laughs> God damn, man. Um, But yeah, just gluttonous, you know. I thought I could do it, man. I did seven years, 100% nothing. Approaching eight years, still no narcotics and alcohol. I'll have eight years sober, August 10th. God, that's crazy. And that's the important stuff to keep away from. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. At the Chop House Steakhouse, I sat at the bar, and I was by myself, and I was like, I could just have a beer right now oh. and no one would ever know. <laughs> That's the first time I thought that in a long time. Yeah. I did not do it. But I thought it. I was like, who's going to know? God and your <laughs> life, my life. Instantly. Well, at least the weed has taught you, you know, you might you might have never smoked weed and then thought, I'm I can go back to everything and do it all in moderation, but you know that's not going to be the case. Nope. Some of us have the cookie monster syndrome. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. What is it? Ob, nom, nom, nom. These assholes. What was your drug of choice? Ob, nom, 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 nom. Whatever the fuck was in front of me, okay? It didn't matter. I'm a cokehead. I have meth. Hand it over. Hand it over. It's white, ain't it? It's powder. Oh, it burns different. Oh, why are my eyes bleeding? Can I have another one? Well, I was listening to Ramdas the other day. Any great? Yeah, and he was talking about how like meditation is practice for uh, if the world gets more and more chaotic, you don't go along with it. Yeah, like you may not be able to live in a harmonious. Uh, peaceful world but you can feel like you do and you don't have to be frantic like yeah. the rest of the world yeah i thought that was interesting like good advice for what we're going through right now don't you 
it's just so weird like this delta variant pops out which is i don't know the virus world but i know shit mutates and uh but not as many people are dying from it correct correct well a lot of people are vaccinated and that's helping helping yeah the people that are dying are the unvaccinated people that are older and as you know my thoughts on this i'm all for just fucking opening up i'm tired of this too many people are killing themselves literally yeah yeah uh and uh but don't you find it weird that like as this cases spike everyone's opening up like full capacity like where well i was just thinking of britain that guy that looks like a cheeseburger yeah. that got dropped on the floor <laughs> All their cases are absolutely spiking, yet they're opening up 100%, which I like freedom, but I'm just like, that doesn't add up on paper. I think the deaths are down, though, in okay. the UK. Okay, I was like, that just seems like something like you're setting yourself up for failure to like fucking even lock down harder at a later date, because it's like everything's rising, and you're like, let's open up. And it's like, I'm optimistic that we won't go fully back to where we were. I think too many, I think there'll be a, it's just, it'll yeah, be a civil war. Yeah. There'll be a civil war, which is scary because it's like, it almost feels there. It feels like they love that shit. Well, out of chaos comes billionaires and trillionaires. If you look at that yeah. shit, every war, every pandemic, every catastrophe, there's a lot of money being made. Not by me, <laughs> but I'll be selling some tickets. I'll be selling some tickets, baby. Um, next week we have a guest. It's my buddy John Hastings. He's funny as shit. He's recording an album and he's coming on the show to promote it. Nice. I said I'm far, man, and then I I said at you know the beach, and he's like, oh no, brother. He's like, I'll be there two hours early, taking the dip. <laughs> I was like, all right, good man, good attitude. I'm going to start having guests more. I was just doing solo because I had so much to talk about. But clearly this episode, I was like, I better get back to guests here. I better get back to guests. And I see you people on my YouTube commenting and helping me out with the algorithms. I'm out of the shadow ban. Thank God. This shit's fucking... Yep. When you... Good to be out. You know what it is? I'm just kind of at peace and I'm pretty happy and exhausted and tired. <laughs> and I don't have shit to talk about. When you're at peace, you're yeah. fucking boring. Remember angry, wild, ex 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 <laughs> just just burned out, Craig? Just frantic? Not the healthiest energy, but a lot to talk about. <laughs> now I'm just like, I'm at peace. Whatever. Delta. Bring it. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's just wild. I'm just tired, tired. I have a feeling next week, even with a guest, but just having had a week off from everything, you're going to be a Yeah, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back with it. And also, I might have been that my, my cousin's <laughs> yeah. dad's weed. I didn't smoke that much. <laughs> what the fuck's in there? You fucking... You spraying this little PCP, bro? <laughs> Felt a little funny last night. <laughs> it's his first time. He's just spraying it with turpentine. <laughs> this is what we did back in the 60s. 
Hey, time's changed, sir. Okay. Do I have any poop my pants stories? No one sent any new ones in. Send in your poop stories. We've been reading them. I didn't ask for them, but now I have. And explicitly state if you don't want your name read. Yes. Otherwise, it will be read. <laughs> right in all caps. Do not read my name. <laughs> and there's still a chance. Oh, I got a couple theater gigs that I'm nervous about. Nice. Did I talk about that yet? No. We had to reschedule one because it was two weeks out. And uh, I didn't even know it was a super huge theater. <laughs> my agent booked it. And then my managers called. They're like, hey, like you're doing really well across the board here in almost every market but two weeks out on a sunday in summer and it's a theater with 740 capacity they're just like ah i don't know <laughs> and i was like oh yeah i didn't know it was that big i was and then we rescheduled it for december so i'm gonna i'm gonna hit it hard and promote december 11th i got a huge theater gig egyptian theater boise idaho Let's sell this bitch out, all right? I need 740 Boise Idahoans. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. I apologize if I offend you. Still go to my show. And then I have another theater gig in Sacramento. This is smaller, a little less intimidating. I believe it's 350 capacity at the Sophia. And that is November 19th. November 19th, Sacramento, California theater gig, baby. I get a door deal. So if I sell, I make money. Come on out, baby. Oh, this is exciting and scary. <laughs> Theaters. Just to, you know, I'll be a theater comic. I just have to get famous. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, baby. I started popping off on the viral shit again. I don't know who keeps sharing my stuff, but thank you. Thank you. Oh, my dodgeball buddy just hit me up and my agent. Okay. What was I looking up? I was looking up something and then I got distracted by messages. Son of a bitch. Oh, your viral videos. Oh, yeah. It just... I'm, I, well, I think I'm out of the shadow ban. And then all my numbers just went... Shoo, 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 shoo. Oh, and then I'm gonna do. I'm gonna admit something I'm not proud of. So, it was brought to my attention these apps that tell you who follow you and who unfollows you. You know, mm -hmm. and I was aware of them, and I did download them and use them like five years ago, four or five years years ago. And then I, because I made fun of people who had it, <laughs> and then they were like, "Look what it does!" And then you go. I want to see curiosity killed yeah. the cat and then sorry I just made my cat twitch <laughs> and then so I tried it and it was unhealthy it was very unhealthy because you're just like why did my friend unfollow me I was only had my feelings hurt two times and uh one of them I did not understand a guy that unfollowed me that I like got him work with the headliner he stayed on my couch I drove him to gigs and I was like you fucking using me then, bro? <laughs> if you don't like me, that's fine. But don't be fucking sleeping on my goddamn couch, motherfucker. 
anyways that one i i, <laughs> I i'm justified it's crazy <laughs> and then uh so then in texas it was brought up again me and billy were talking about it because he discovered it and then he downloaded it and then he said it was bad for him so he deleted it obviously everyone does the same shit they're like whoa cool oh no why am i looking <laughs> at this delete so i was like oh fuck it i'll try it and then these stupid apps are such bastards to where they bamboozle you where i go yeah i'll try it and then they go like click here to try this and then i subscribe to it and i was like no 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 <laughs> and it didn't even ask me for my password which is weird all I know is I got charged six bucks for an app that I then logged into. And then Instagram said, you're using an outside account. And they blocked me out of my account for 24 hours. Oh, shit. So then I did. So I accidentally purchased an app that's no good for me for everything. And then my curiosity was so strong that I, I downloaded the highest rated reviewed one with like 30,000 five-star reviews. So I was like, all right, I'll go with the most popular. I accidentally purchased it. I did not mean to do that. And then it kicked me out of Instagram. You think I learned my lesson? No. <laughs> I like my masochist. I like to burn myself more than once. And then I go, Billy, what was the one that you use that works, that doesn't lock you out? So then when I was now out of Facebook jail or Instagram jail, same shit, I then download that one and then I did it and it did the same thing and it locked me out. And I'm just like, you idiot, you don't learn. What are you doing? You literally stuck your hand in fire, got burned and then went, hmm. And then I, I, it was a different fire. It was a different fire, thank you. But it was the same fucking result. And I was just like, for what? To get my feelings hurt and find out that a close friend unfollowed me because I talk about my dick hole too much. <laughs> and also when someone unfollows you, I've muted people before. There's people that I love, but they just post too much, you know? Mm -hmm. And you and you're just like, God, I love you as a human being, but I don't want to see your shit. And uh thank God for the mute button. It's quite a savior for the people that you love but can't stand their social media presence. <laughs> so it's like I love you as a human. But what the fuck is that? And maybe I'm, you know, the receiving end of that for others. <laughs> um, also, too, with the stand-up, it's just like, it's like politics. or It's weird. <laughs> I've been taking my vitamins like a son of a bitch, though. I tell you what. And wavering on my little pill intake got my d3 my zinc my vitamin c my biotin for my thinning hair as i get older <laughs> that's such bullshit i know i talk my no one lost their hair in my family until like 75 which i'm fine with it's this toxic environment you see it women with thinning hair too i don't remember that as all at all as a kid although i was a kid but I feel like I would have noticed that. Um, too much plastic in our food, everybody. Plastic in the fish. There's, pl excuse me, there's plastic in our clothing. I know that sounds like some crazy shit, but there is. No one talks about the effects of little microplastics absorbing into our skin every day. It's crazy. There was a big uh, Joe Rogan episode with a PhD doctor she was talking about 
uh, like when you heat up food in a plastic container, I think they're called phthalates and they're messing with like testosterone levels in men and testosterone levels are down. What, yeah. what are they like? 49%. It's, it's, it's way insane. Low, yeah. It's not like five. It's like half. No wonder the world's going to shit. Everyone's a little bitches. No one's got no backbone. The balls are up <laughs> in their fucking stomach. <laughs> we need some men. Men comfortable with their sexuality and masculine but not toxic. Huh? <laughs> huh? Masculinity is good. Toxic masculinity is bad. You know there's a difference. <laughs> you know everyone wants to take down Thor and suck his dick. You know <laughs> That's a man. But then you got that proud machismo like whoa and that that's obviously <laughs> bad hmm? <laughs> yes um i'm running on empty here chris well everybody this episode is is the peaceful episode my house is on fire right now i don't even care <laughs> i don't even care it's just like ah it's going to be fine. It's going to, if, if your wife leaves you, it's fine. If your w wife stays with you, it's fine. <laughs> if she dies, it's fine. If you, you, same thing, all you, if you, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You're going to be all right. Oh, big whoop. You lost your family. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just jokes. Just jokes, everybody. It'll be fine, everybody. I know it's hard, but you just, it, it'll be all right. See little mushrooms. <laughs> you look at the world in a different way. You're like, you're right. It is fine. So what? The oceans are becoming acidic and all life known to man is threatened. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so what if the corporations are responsible for 70 to 90% of it, but yet we get blamed and taxed all the time? It's fine. These corporations are going to kill me. I hate them. And I just talk shit all the time. I don't... Okay, obviously, I think it's the... Once they become too big, they just... They take over everything. It's this, it needs to be blocks on monopolies. It's like, how does Bezos own the Washington Post? And now, all of a sudden, Amazon's never been criticized ever again. It's like, that's bad, guys. Go own space. Go take over space. But we're going to take over the media and we get to talk shit about you and your dick rockets, Lex Luthor motherfucker. Also, too, maybe just pay your employees a little bit more. What if he just did the right thing? I swear to God, I would shut my mouth because I'd be like, they have insurance. They're unionized. They make a living. They can buy a home and provide for their family. Not so bad. But he goes, thank you for your money. <laughs> and laughs like a rat. And it's like, this guy has no clue. Which is insane to me because he came from nothing and usually a guy that comes from nothing and worked out of his garage kind of is a little bit more humble and generous with his now trillions of dollars, which makes no sense. That's what I never understand. Literally to get me and most of us to shut the fuck up and stop talking shit, you need to give us like this much of your pie that's this big, you know. It's just healthcare and I need a home and food for my family. It seems pretty base level and they're like no you get a rat hole and no food <laughs> <laughs> it's bananas and then raising minimum wages backfiring too i had a gig get canceled because the owner couldn't pay his employees 20 dollars an hour 
and couldn't have any employees, which I know seems, um, here's the thing. Some of these companies can take the hit and pay their employees $20. They're usually the much larger ones. A mom and pop shop who's barely getting by, you just took that out of their profit. And I guarantee you, a guy, a busboy or a server who's getting minimum wage and tips uh, would rather make a lower wage and still have income than the c little place can't operate because the expenses are too high and now they have no income. It's just like, there just needs to be a balance. I had a gig get canceled because of that. They said like the owner can't pay to stay open. The profit margin disappeared. And it's like they're going to have to pay people under the table cash and then be illegal operations just to survive. And it's just like you think you're solving a problem, but you just caused a whole nother problem with mainly mom and pops where their profits aren't insane. So you by raising minimum wage, you're helping, you know, the lower income people. But if they're at a lower income business, you're not. You just took out the business. I don't know. I guarantee I, there's some states where the minimum wage is too low. Oh yeah, of course. Where it's four twenty five still. Yeah. Seven dollars. This is in California where our minimum wage went from like twelve to twenty. I don't think it's twenty. What is it now? I eighteen? I can't look it up, but I think it's Oh shit. It's like ten or 12 no they're months. raising it too but when i thought it was now because i literally just got a message from a gig saying the venue shut down because they can't pay oh i mean i would settle for 15 and i think uh a lot of states that would be a huge boost and mostly affordable yeah like I drove all the way across country to come back here and everywhere I stopped, there was just signs saying like, sorry, it's going to take forever to get your food. Nobody wants to work. And I, and this, the way the sign read, I knew like, you don't want to pay. Like, yeah, they'll work. You just got to give them a little more than you want to give them. I don't know what the solution is, but the shit's weird across the board. I just know I've seen this, the number of like, you know, cost of living going up and then minimum wage hasn't moved in 30 years like that's yeah so if there's a place where they can't do it like then they're benefiting off of like slave labor and that's the only way they're able to have a business so yeah some of these states the minimum wage is is disgusting yeah but going from 350 to 20 is insane right. 20 how about is a 3 lot. to 10 you know yeah. Because then you are going to fuck the business. They're just going to be like, I have to pay all what now? <laughs> um, I don't know the fucking solutions. Why am I even talking about this shit? Well, I think there's a, yeah, there's definitely a middle ground. 20 yeah. sounds like a lot to for everywhere to be able to pay that. But There's just too many moving parts with and unknown variables with all these businesses. It's like, which businesses actually cannot pay and will go under? Which businesses are just saying that because they don't want to pay yeah. and they're shady and crooked? And it's just like, oh, oy vey. Mm. I don't like that I brought up any of that and talked about it. <laughs> now I feel like a dumbass who doesn't know all his information. Good old child of abuse, second guessing yourself always. <laughs>
It's like, why am I talking about that? It's important to have the discussion, right? It's what's happening right now. And it literally, I had a get get canceled uh, from my buddy. And it said the owner shut it down because it can't pay his employees 20 an hour. I mean, that's fair. That is a lot. Yeah. Well, everybody, I'm in my head today. <laughs> I was actually at peace until towards the end when I started talking about minimum wage, and now I'm living inside my head. Anyways, I am just at peace and tired. And it's hard <laughs> to be entertained when you're at peace and tired. Entertaining. And I just wanted to say I love you all. And we're going to come back next week with some goddamn heat. John Hastings is funny as fuck. And I'm excited to uh, get a poop story out of him. And I don't have a poop story. I think I sharded somewhere, but it stayed in the cheeks, so it never reached the shorts. (laughs) But it was in front of someone, and they heard and saw. Oh, it was in front of my family. It was in front of Joe. (laughs) My, uh, my brother-in-law and uh, and Nicole and I went oh and it was before I had to drive to a show and I was like oh no I don't want to go home and change my chonies <laughs> I don't have a backup pair in the trunk I always do I took that crate out <laughs> milk crate by the way guys milk crates are great for the trunk of your car because you got all those groceries and bottles rolling around falling over put two three milk crates in there set them in the crate done you steal them from the grocery store. <laughs> they leave them out. That's it. Holds them down. Sometimes they smell sour like milk. Yeah. It solves your problem though. It's just or a box, a fucking box, any box. Put an empty box in your trunk. Now you don't got your glass cranberry juice falling and rolling over, and you're afraid it's gonna shatter and break all over your shit. Yeah, that's what I do. Milk crate's a good uh, chair too, in a pinch. Yeah. Flip Sit on a milk crate. Good stool. They're slick on uh, tile, though. How many times you go, <laughs> damn. I forgot about that. Stepping on a milk crate, and that's on a slick, freshly waxed tile, and you just, <laughs> you just eat shit. Oops, speaking of eating shit, I punched the mic. Well, everybody, I'm I'm toast. I'm toast. I'm done. I'm not sad. I'm not depressed. I'm just, just tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. And I love you all. Next week, I'll have a guest, and I'll drink a yerba mate, and I'm going to bring you all the silly willy energy. I'll try to shit my pants. I've been trying. (laughs) I've been trying. I got no more new poop stories. Uh, Send in your poop stories. Rate, review, like, subscribe, even if this episode did put you to sleep. (laughs) And uh, I truly appreciate every one of you. I see you at my shows. I see you representing. I got new merch made. New merch is being made. This motherfucker designed me some shit. Yeah, you like that? Oh my God, it's so good. Um, let me show you what old Chris designed. Look at that, man. Hang on. It's the colors of the podcast, too. Lucy Goosey. Oh, that's me getting kicked out of Instagram. <laughs> we restrict certain activity protect, to protect <laughs> we restrict certain activity to protect our community based on your use this action will be unavailable for you until blah 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 724 2021 tell us if you think we made a mistake i told them <laughs> they didn't care 
you know what sucks? All I really want to know is who do I follow that doesn't follow me back? Because <laughs> I don't have the time to go through because I follow a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just want to know who's not returning the favor. I'm like, hey, obviously, if it's, you know, if Dave Chappelle doesn't follow me back, that's okay. But if you don't follow me back, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I've fallen off with watching your stories, but I do Oh, it's follow. all right, man. And I just... It's just like anyone that's my dear friend that doesn't follow me back. That's when I'm like, you cocksucker. Yeah. That's why I wanted to download the app so bad. That's it. I don't give a fuck who uh, blocks me or unfollows me because they have all these different things that's yeah. supposed to be able to work, but apparently not. Or at least with me anyways. Maybe I'm in a little restricted area. They'd be playing with me. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I don't know. I wonder if it was like a security thing to keep your account safe. Mm. Either way, I will never, ever try it again. And uh, me and Billy Bonnell were actually talking about it because as I tried for the second time and got locked out, he's like, he's like, dude, Joe Rogan would never look at who <laughs> doesn't follow him back. And I was like, I know. And I honestly never thought twice about it till you brought it up. And now I'm fucking curious. <laughs> I went five years without that goddamn app. Never thought about it. And then he's like, dude, try it. I was like, oh, I used to do that. And I was like, let's do it again. <laughs> unhealthy on many different levels. Hurt my algorithm. Unhealthy for my ticket sales. Unhealthy for my mind. Because who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? The shit is ruining us. You know it. <laughs> Set your little time limits. Limit your time on that thing. Yeah, that's why I haven't been watching your stories. I don't, I don't go on Instagram that much at all anymore, and I feel a lot better. I envy you. I envy you. I don't have. It's not like it's a part of my business, yeah. and until you reach a certain level, it's insane not to do it. But once you reach a certain level, you could uh, hire a guy to do it for you. But until then, you need to build it and you need to do it. It is part of the business, and uh, it is annoying because likes, views, viral videos do matter in my business or any business for that matter, even if you have a nail salon, you have a big Instagram account, you're gonna be more busy, busier. What's the correct terms? They both work? I think they both work. Nice. I'm smart. <laughs> busier, busier, busier. Anyways, let's just focus on some positivity, everybody. Uh, glass is half full, you know, attitude and energy as everything. Your thoughts are very powerful. Be careful how you talk to yourself. I've been talking shit to myself my whole life and praising myself, trying to get that in there. Because, you know, saying, talking like, you stupid motherfucker is not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy. Uh, and just, just, just keep that head up. Even if you're tired and have diarrhea, <laughs> keep your head up, man. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Peace.